Here's one thing that I've observed over the last few months. Some of us, um, we find ourselves with very little to do. We've been laid off from our work or things that we would normally be doing are no longer offered. Um, plans get canceled. Others find ourselves with too much to do. We're figuring out how to work from home, and on top of that, we're also taking care of our kids. But I think for all of us, our lives have been disrupted. Uh, we're out of sorts. We, we don't have our usual schedule and things. Christianity calls us to a life of balance, I think, a balance between being and doing, contemplation and action, prayer and work. It's finding a balance. And this Feast of the Ascension, I think, is a particular feast to help us find that balance between prayer and action. In last week's Gospel, we heard this verse from John 14, 20. Jesus says, On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. There's a lot in that verse. I'm going to start. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father. I think we can speak of that day as this day that we celebrate, the Ascension. On the Ascension, we celebrate that Jesus has ascended to the Father, is at the right hand of the Father. But it goes on from there. And you are in me. Something's really radically changed with the Ascension. You know, we, we know that we celebrate at Christmas that God took on human flesh. God became one of us. Uh, we celebrate the incarnation. But now with the ascension, it's not just that Jesus goes back to God where he was before and it returns as before, but God who has become human takes our humanity with him. So that we, on that day you will realize that I am my Father and you are in me. There's something of us that's now at the right hand of the Father. That gives us hope of what is to come. That one day when all things, all reality will be one with the Holy Trinity. And then this phrase continues, On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. What we celebrate is that God, uh, in Jesus, in Jesus, and in Jesus, we see the three persons in one God. God is in us. The Holy Trinity chooses to dwell in us. And we realize that through this feast that we're going to be celebrating next Sunday, Pentecost, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, that when Jesus sends, ascends to heaven, he sends the Holy Spirit. 
And it's that sense through the Spirit, God dwelling with us. So that's the, the, the scripture verse that I just invite for your contemplation, uh, for your prayer this week, and really for all times. I think it's just a verse that tells us something about the nature of reality. And, and it's this, you know, in our prayer, sometimes it's good just to sit, just to be, and just to contemplate. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. As we sit in prayer, just allow that awareness of God's presence, the presence of the Holy Trinity in us. So that's the sense of prayer, of being, of contemplation that I think ascension speaks to. Ascension also speaks of action, of doing. In our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, Jesus says, You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This is at the very beginning of the Acts of the Apostles. In the Acts of the Apostles, it's a two-volume set. The same author of the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles. And what this author wants to convey to us is with the Gospel of Luke, it's all about Jesus coming to earth, guided by the Holy Spirit. And in Jesus' teaching and preaching, And his witness, he witnesses God's love for us and our call to love God and love others. And and so we see the mission and ministry of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. And then this turning point in Luke's Gospel where uh, at the end of the Gospel of Luke, it's the ascension, the beginning of the Acts of the Apostles, it's the ascension where now you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. And, and, it, and Acts of the Apostles is this beautiful account of how the disciples become apostles. They are sent to proclaim the good news of Jesus' death and resurrection. And so it, the Acts of the Apostles is about the activity of the Holy Spirit acting through those apostles, those early Christians. And now it's our turn The same Holy Spirit that was active in Jesus' life, that's active in the life of the early church, that same Holy Spirit is given to us to empower us. You are to be my witnesses, the witnesses to the reality of Christ's victory over hatred, sin, and death, and we are needed more than ever to be witnesses to that in the midst of this very topsy-turvy, confusing time. It may be that you are feeling right now, I am just overwhelmed, I am just sick and tired of this, I'm not feeling much like being anything. Well, that's when I point you to the gospel today. When you've got the 11 disciples, it says, when they saw him, they worshiped, but they doubted. Isn't that interesting? They worshiped, but they doubted. To me, that gives me hope. Jesus does not call disciples because they have absolute faith in him or their comprehension of his identity is flawless. 
He invites people whose faith wavers occasionally. Okay? And I don't know about you, but that's me. And so Jesus knows us better than we know ourselves. Jesus invites us, even if we're having what feels like a bad day. The Lord still wants us to be his representatives here on earth, to be his witnesses. Now, that's all possible, not because of how wonderful we are, but because of how wonderful is the Holy Spirit that works through us. And we are seven days away from the celebration of Pentecost. And I think a beautiful way to spend those seven days is to pray the Come Holy Spirit prayer. You can Google it. You can pull it up on your your phones and computers. Uh, I think if things are working right now, you're seeing it just above my shoulder. I'm going to invite you to pray it together with me now. 